don't you want to be a better buddy too? And welcome back to Better Buddies. I'm your host, RJ. With us this week, we've got a John. Hello. And a Calvin. Oh. Not my name. <laughs> not it. You're not Calvin? No, you said a Calvin. Uh, so you're Calvin. No, but you responded to a John, and that's his name. See? Look, in the Discord, it's a John. Yes. Do you really want me to blast your Discord out there? You want us to dox your Discord handle? <laughs> I mean, I feel like you have before. I haven't. I don't know about that. Uh, anyway, thank you, Alvin. Moving on. <laughs> on. Our Better Buddies icebreaker this week. What was the most memorable summer of your life? The most recent one. Yeah, yeah really. It's the only one I really remember. And even that next question. Um, I can pinpoint mine. It's yeah. When you broke your arm, isn't it? No, summer 2018. Summer 2018, I was working on campus, getting paid to basically lounge around. I mean, I did some work, so, you know, don't don't come after me. But I uh, got to work in an environment where it was pretty chill. Stuff kind of changed every day. Had a bunch of my buddies working on crew with me, so got to chit-chat with a bunch of cool people. And then, like, every weekend was basically either, like, going to do something fun or just hang out in my place and play video games. A lot of D&D, too. That's fun, but it also sounds like it would all blur together. Um, it blurred together a little bit, but there was enough, like, significant moments in there. Like, there was one time where Calvin and James came down, and we went hot tubbing. Just, like, immediately after work. Oh, yeah. But before that, nice. I played, like, we just went back to my place and played Halo for, like, two hours in the middle of my workday. So you stole. <laughs> He spent so the summer as a thief. He's a professional Halo pay- player because he mm-hmm. got paid to do it. No, he didn't get paid to do it. I mean, he, he was getting paid while doing it. <laughs> There's a difference. Um, yeah. Or the one time where we hung out in the hung out in one of the rooms and watched a movie, and then we went and had lunch, and after lunch played an hour of Mario Kart, and then we're like, you know what, we should probably go back to work. <laughs> eh, nah. Tomorrow. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, nice. baseball game we went to in July. That was fun. Good times. Nice. I I do joke about the la- most recent summer being the most memorable for me, but I actually did a lot this summer. Yeah? I went to Alaska. I went to the Apostle Islands. I took up kayaking. Nice. Nice. So, yeah. Like, <laughs> you actually went more than me, though, right? You actually went a couple times oh, yeah. on your own, right? Yeah, okay. I thought so. I went, like, 12 times. Nice. Oh, nice. You actually uh, got a use out of yours then. Yeah, we'll go next year. (laughs) All right, this spring. As soon as as soon as it starts warming up, we gotta we'll start hitting the rivers. Dude, I'm suffering withdrawal right now, so I am down. Um, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) sound like surfboarders. Bruh, gotta go Uh, boof the gnar. You know. Same. But other than that, I think my my second place summer is 2019, because that was like my first summer as a real adult. Mm. So real adult sucks, though. Yeah, that's why it's memorable. (laughs) Oh, that's fair. Fair. You didn't say memorable for a good reason. No, I mean, 
it was good. It was a lot of like learning how to live on my own, not at college, not at my parents' house. <laughs> so yeah, nice. Yeah. What about you, Calvin? Uh, I was trying to think. I haven't had a summer off since I haven't had a summer off since like middle school. Weren't you in Japan so, yeah. for a good chunk of a summer? Yeah, that's what I was. Uh, that's what I was getting to. Is that I think the in 2018 when I did my semester abroad in Japan, and then I, st- I mean, I still had school. Like True. I, I was still going to classes throughout the summer. So, granted, there were fewer classes and stuff, but they were still. I had to do homework and I had classes and all that stuff. So I, I was just starting to think, though, I haven't had a summer where I just didn't have to do anything since middle school because <laughs> I spent every high school summer working. Yeah. At a summer camp, which meant I lived at my job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, I'd probably, for obvious reasons, go with 2018 when I was in Japan for my semester abroad or 2019 when I was also in Japan for my, like, internship thing teaching english probably one of those two nice Nice. good choices we all chose we all chose 2018 2019 that's because those are the before times (laughs) i was just gonna say is it because (laughs) before the dark times well i chose 2021 kind of yeah yeah fair good kind of i mean i would Um, i would say you chose a good 2021 for good reasons compared to 2019 where it was i'm an adult now and i'm struggling help Uh, uh, you know (laughs) yeah our next segment better buddies recommend where we recommend a piece of media to enjoy who would like to start does it have have to be to enjoy i mean no (laughs) i guess not I don't have anything counter to that this week, but I'm just wondering for the future. <laughs> for the I would, future. I recommend I this it. as something I hate. <laughs> I mean, I did recommend the movie The Man Who Killed Hitler and then The Bigfoot because it was so awful that I enjoyed, you enjoyed how awful it. it was. So, I don't know. Yeah. Does that count? Yeah. That, you're, it's, you enjoyed it. So, he's talking about something you don't enjoy. Right. If you're feeling particularly masochistic one day. <laughs> you just wanna really stick it to yourself. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's um, anything I would recommend in that vein. I guess like the Barbie movies. What? <laughs> yeah, tell us more. Oh, this is just vague recollections from when I was like seven, and my sister checked them out from the library. They weren't that well animated. Sure. They weren't that enjoyable. Sure. Hey, you don't get to talk, bro. It's okay. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, no. <laughs> That's what I thought. Uh, John, do you ha- do you want to start us off? Otherwise, I've got one lined up and ready to go. Yeah, I can start us off. I have a few this week, so I'm having a Ooh. bit of struggle picking which one. But I think I'm going to go with Demon Slayer, the anime. Oh, oh. You, you did start watching it? I did. Calvin recommended it to me several times, but once again this weekend. And Finally, I am like... On episode, like, 14, all right? Please, no I'm in season two. It's pretty good. Wait, you watch it, Archie? I've seen exactly four episodes, and they were the first four episodes of season two. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go away. You're the worst. <laughs> oh, my, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm on episode 17. 
Nice. You're on 17? Yeah, that's the next one. Okay. So, yeah. my favorite part so far is when they, um, like, Minor really spoilers. simplify the art style. Mm. So, they make, like, Nezuko just have two black dots for an eyes. Oh, yeah, eyes. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And very simple features. Spoilers, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is a bit that they do where they, they suddenly will go, like, I mean, it's all 2D, but almost in reference to the, in, in like, regard to the 2D world that it already is, so even more 2D. Yeah. And it's and just so well timed every time. It's hilarious. It's usually a pretty good gag. But yeah, yeah if uh, you just want a fun adventure show about a guy killing monsters, mm -hmm. but being kind while doing it. <laughs> it, it definitely starts out as a kind of monster of the week sort of show, but there is a transition. And minor spoiler, the main villain so far is Michael Jackson. So uh, yeah, right. Yeah. He does. He does have that. He does aesthetic. Based on the uh, four episodes I've seen, they do a pretty good job of keeping the power scaling at a reasonable rate. Now, be careful. Uh, Don't spoil something for John. Uh, okay. I'll I'll see what you mean. Eventually. I mean. Uh. Again. No. I've seen, RJ. No. I've seen no. four episodes of season two. It's not like it was a. Not like I saw a ton to go off of, but based on what I've been told and comparing it to what I saw. All right. So uh, just one last thing for uh, hoping to check this out. The order is uh, season one, then the movie, then season two. Yep. Yes. So season one okay. and then the, uh, what is it, like Mugen Train? Yep. Yeah. Um, and the thing with that is there's two ways you can watch it. You can watch it in the film. That was how it was theatrically released. Or there is a serialized version um, that they played on TV, so it plays like a like just like another season, basically. So they broke it up into episodes, and they actually added uh, some stuff to those um, to those episodes. There's a couple of scenes and small changes from the film. So I'm actually probably going to go back at some point and watch the serialized version because there are some like minute differences to it but yeah so it goes season one mugen train and then season two but it's also being kind of marketed as just the entertainment district arc um so mm. you might see it called that yeah that's what it's called on hulu mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i would also second that recommend who's your favorite character so far uh, um that's a good question forehead Tanjiro yes <laughs> yeah probably Tanjiro I did not like Zenitsu yep, <laughs> yep. join the club <laughs> that is yeah, uh, so, yeah. Nezku is great though Nezku might be one of my might be my favorite yeah, but, yeah uh, that's it for me this week Awesome. You'll have to tell me once you start season two. The last episode for season two comes out this weekend. Oh, the final episode? I guess they're all sub currently, so that makes sense. Yeah, it's like episode 11 or 12. It's just one core, I believe, for this okay. season. I don't know cool. when the next one comes out. Nice. Uh, Calvin, would you like to go what? next, or shall I? You can go. All right. I'm going to recommend a movie. A little movie by the name of Roadhouse. Roadhouse is a movie that posits the question, 
what would it be like if bouncers were famous? Interesting. Oh. Like a club bouncer? Yes, or a bar bouncer. Like a ball bouncer. Um, so, Roadhouse is literally, it opens and begins with a guy going to a club, seeking out John Dalton. And Who? because Dalton, Dalton is the best bouncer in the business. And he uh. wants Dalton to clean up his bar. And Dalton... What's it take to... Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, Dalton agrees on the terms that he gets to run the bar how he wants to run it, and they follow his, like, rules no matter what. Quite the ultimatum. Yeah, and the guy agrees, because, you know, he's gotta, he's gotta get his bar fixed up. And they do the scene where he, like, goes off and goes to the bar, like, this bar moves to ta- the new town, makes it very clear he's, like, a... He's a wandering samurai, ronin like warrior, a, a lone cowboy. Uh, wanders into towns and fixes their bars and wanders off again. And like as he goes into the bar and is like scoping things out before he tells anyone who he is, like getting the feel of it. Uh, the band it turns out like the band, the guy who runs the band who's playing, like has run into him at other bars and knows him by like knows him because they're in the same trade. And one of the waitresses is like, is that Dalton? Some of the other bouncers, like, again, a world where bouncers can be famous because he's just that good a bouncer. And yeah, Patrick Swayze stars as Dalton. Um, the Sam Elliott's in the movie as his mentor, Wade Garrett. And like when the guy comes to hire Dalton, Dalton's like, oh, you, you want the best in the business, you get Garrett. And the guy's like, no, Garrett's old, I want you. And of course, later, later, Garrett, Sam Elliott shows up and is like, hey, Dalton, you need help, I'm here to help. Oh, this isn't going so well, why don't we just ditch this? Let's go. Um, when did this movie come out? Uh, ages ago. <laughs> ages ago. 1989. Gotcha. Sounded like an older film. Yeah, definitely an older film. Um, which just shows how old Sam Elliott is, let's be real, because he was starting to go gray in 89. Timeless. Um, be warned, it's got a lot of gratuitous nudity. It also sounds like a film that would have that. (laughs) So that's the real reason. Yeah, now the real reason comes out. (laughs) Actually, the real reason is because in an episode of Parks and Recreation, uh, the cable goes out when they're trying to watch a debate. And Andy Dwyer, Chris Pratt's character, spends the in- most of the night entertaining their guests by describing movies and acting them out in front of the crowd. And one of them is Roadhouse. Ah, uh, so you wanted to... I wanted to witness it firsthand. It. You wanted to understand that reference. Yeah, I did. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's very fun. It's, uh... It's, like, weirdly... Oh, oh another thing to keep in mind about Rick Dalton, or John Dalton famous bouncer is he's also got a degree in philosophy just casually how much does that come up just enough to make you go wait why (laughs) (laughs) because you know you gotta yeah (laughs) you just do he does have a great rule about being a bouncer though when he like when he finally is like cleaning he says like announces who he is and begins to clean up the uh clean up the bar he tell he gathers the staff together he's like all right you, you're out. We don't sell drugs here. We sell beer. You, you're out. You're letting underage people in. We can't have that. 
you, you're out, you're taken from the till. The rest of you, here are the rules. Rule number one, be nice. And, I mean, he's got a good point, though, because the whole point is, like, be nice. If, if you're taking somebody out of the door, be nice. If you're getting someone off the table, be nice. Just be nice the entire time, no matter what. Be nice. That an acronym? No, it's just like in the way you. In, in, the point of it is like the way you interact with people. It doesn't matter how shitty they're being to you. If you're nice, the general atmosphere will stay positive, and thus lead to a better experience for everyone else who's not being an asshole. Mm. So okay. like at the beginning, at the beginning with the bar, he's like at and originally at. There's a scene where like a couple. Uh, there's like two guys. There's like a guy who does something. He's he's making problems, and Dalton comes up and is like, "Sir, can we?" Why don't you please step with me this way? The guy's like, oh, you're Dalton, I'm gonna fight you. You're, you're shorter than I thought, I'm gonna fight you. And he goes to fight Dalton. And Dalton, like, kind of keeps him off him a little bit. Doesn't really fight back, but doesn't get hit. And, or, like, he gets, like, cut, but... And then his buddy, like, comes in. They're like, oh, come on, man, come on. Come on, man, let's fight us. And Dalton's like, all right, yeah, fine. You know what? Why don't we go this way? I'll, let's take it outside. So they go outside the door, like the like the other bouncers in the club are like forming a line behind them, and Dalton leads. They're like standing in the parking lot. He's like, "Have a nice night," and he walks back into the bar, <laughs> and the nice. other bouncers just form a human wall. <laughs> oh, also, That's there's a plot good. about an evil mogul trying who's uh, controlling the town. Ah. So, so you get a little bit of Stardew Valley in there, too. Yeah, and it, it goes from, like, this super... I don't know if super is the right word, but it goes from this story of, like, you know what, he's gonna clean up the bar, and it's gonna help clean up and make everybody's lives better, and he's just gonna roll out of town when he's done, to, oh, by the way, it's an action flick where he, like, blows up a car. <laughs> oh, wow. This movie has it all. <laughs> it has it all. It, re it really was a good time, though. I, I highly recommend it. Nice. Calvin, what you got? Uh, I think I'm going to recommend a um, movie I saw last week called Drive My Car. Is that the one you were going to and we were going to record? Yes. Yes, it was. Uh, folks, you can go catch the last minute of last week's episode to get a teaser of what's about to happen. Pause your episode now. I listened to it. It doesn't sound good. My audio wasn't great because I was on my... <laughs> phone while literally walking to the theater that's fine um <laughs> but yeah it's uh, a japanese film called drive my car it's interesting it's definitely not for everyone uh i i enjoyed it um oh, let's sneeze bless you no it didn't happen that's the worst uh it's it's a very slow yeah, I still feel it. It really sucks. Um, it's a very slow, like, dramatic film. Uh, not something I would typically watch. Uh, I just wanted film, and it was the only one that sounded interesting that was playing. Um, so, yeah, it's very long. It's three hours, and Ooh. you kind of feel it. Okay. Um, so you have to kind of know that going into it. Uh, but it was a, it was nominated for best picture. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the second foreign film, like ever, I believe yeah, to be like, like foreign language film. Isn't it? Uh, no. Oh, was that 2020? Last... 
Yeah, I think 2020 was Parasite. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, so Parasite came out in 2019 because uh, it came out pre-pandemic. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so this um, is has been nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, Best International Feature Film, and then Best Adapted Screenplay. So it actually snagged quite a few nominations. Nice. Uh, I think it's probably going to win Best International Film because it's been sweeping a bunch of other award shows. Um, we'll see if it actually shot at Best Picture. I'll be interested. Um, Do we know what else is up for Best Picture? Uh, Dune. Dune's up for Best Picture. Well, there, here's what the rest. Right. Uh, here, I'll, I got them real quick. S small tangent. It's Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. I didn't hear about, like, half of those. I heard about, I think, all of those. <laughs> um, <laughs> heard about most of those. I've seen are Drive My Car and Dune. Um, and of the two, honestly, I think I'd be okay with either of them winning. Hmm. They're also both three hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you don't feel that good. You don't feel it as much in Dune. You definitely feel it here. But I I really enjoyed it. Basically, the ba the basic premise of the plot is about this actor, this theater actor, who him and his wife. Oh, uh, yeah. So it it's it opens with like him and his wife, and it's it's I don't. It's kind of interesting how it opens. It's it's not like avant garde, mm -hmm. but it's. It's very different than how any Western film would open. I haven't honestly seen a lot of Japanese drama films, so maybe this is more typical. But it's, it, I, I, it was definitely different, and I enjoyed that aspect of it. Um, but it's just talk. It's just about him and his wife, um, and then uh, air spoilers. Um, I guess if you want to go completely blind into it, but this is like in the trailer and stuff, but, uh, his wife dies and it's basically about him and he's assigned a chauffeur because he's doing, he takes up like a theater residence at this, um, for like a two month residency to put on the show, mm -hmm. um, in Hiroshima and they require it's like it's kind of just like a very quick line and i was like oh what <laughs> but the, he was like oh i'm gonna i he's, i'm gonna drive my car um like i they purposely requests uh a hotel like our place for him to stay like an hour away because part of his ritual is on that hour drive is he rehearses his lines in the car mm. he has like a tape of the lines and then he uh like the other the response and then he just gives the responsible driving so it's like part of his routine but they're like oh no uh we require all of our actors to have a chauffeur uh a couple of years ago one of our actors uh ran somebody over and it was a big problem so now we just have everyone get a chauffeur hmm. uh, <laughs> so so if the chauffeur runs uh, someone over does the chauffeur get a chauffeur uh no, they go to jail <laughs> yeah they, no they just yeah uh Fair. but yeah and it's basically just about him dealing with uh things that come to light with his wife and just things that he had to, he dealt with like the fact that he lost his wife um he he 
he and his wife had lost their kid when they were when their kid was four. Um, so like they, he's already dealing with that. Um, so it's it's a, it's very like I said, dramatic is very sad. just introspective. It's sad, but it's also not like Some I don't melancholy. know a little bit, but it's interesting because also the it, it basically follows him putting on this play. And you get to see a lot of the play. Um, and the play is uh, Uncle Vanya, um, which is by Anton Chekhov. Yeah. Um, so it's like an actual play. And the interesting thing about he, the, the, the main character puts on theatrical productions is that every single member of the cast speaks a different language. Ooh. So... Great they give their lines in a whole bunch of different languages and on the stage there's like a giant um you see it in some of them i don't remember if it's i don't know if it's supposed to be implied that it happens at all of them but there'll be like a projector that projects like the lines on stage uh, um that are being said in like english and japanese <laughs> so that the audience can tell but everyone giving the lines is giving them in different languages so there'll be a person speaking russian just giving lines to a person speaking uh chinese and then someone will walk in speaking korean and then someone comes in doing sign language wow uh and they just all act like they understand each other that sounds so it's actually, really cool yeah it's actually a really interesting idea for putting on a play i don't know if this is like a thing that actually happens but i'd kind of watch a play put on in that matter that actually kind of sounds fun um but yeah then there's some other stuff that happens but for the most part it's rather slow but yeah i would would recommend it's uh good cool deal The, the credits the credits roll um the opening credits roll an hour into the film oh (laughs) <laughs> basically everything yeah everything that you get told in the like like a couple line teaser when like if you read like the like trailer when it talks about what the film is about without spoiling anything um or, or, like stuff or like you see stuff in the trailer none of that happens until an hour into the film wow so it's just like you're you're an hour in and then the opening you like you see the title sequence okay it's like whoa that's uh that's a heck of a prologue yeah nice i i want to watch this now but (laughs) doesn't look like it's streamed anywhere uh no and i actually it came out i think well it had to have come out last year yeah it had to have come out last year to be in this year's oscars but it's not playing at very many places. Like the theater by my place is the only place in the state oh, that's wow. showing it. Um, so it's a very kind of artsy foreign film. So it, you're probably not going to be able to see it until it comes out on streaming in some way. And you'll probably have to rent it. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of films, I want to go back to the Oscars for a moment. Did you guys hear anything about the movie Coda? No. Other than that, I just said that it was best picture. I actually (laughs) saw an ad for it like once. It's about a, so it's like coming of age story for a high school, like high school girl who has deaf parents and like most, a ton of like deaf family or friends or whatever, but she can speak 
And so she's got both sign language and, like, just regular speaking English. And it's kind of her, like, coming of age and dealing with the fact of being, having a foot in, quote-unquote, both worlds, right? Interesting. So, like, they're at a doctor's appointment, and she's translating for her parents. It's in the trailer. But, like, they're... I don't remember what it is, but the doctor's basically saying, like, her parents can't have sex for a while after a procedure... And she is, like, being a high school child, grossed out by this concept, so she just decides to her parents that they can't ever have sex ever again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, like, they'll come to pick her up from school, but the only way they can hear music is by feeling the vibrations from the, from the sound system. So their music is just blasting, and they're blasting, like, re- like, really bad rap music you're not supposed to be playing in high school, like, just to come pick somebody up. And she's like, you've got to turn that down. They're like, why? We like this. (laughs) Because they can feel, because there has to be something loud like that for them to feel. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Oh. It seemed a lot more interesting to me than licorice pizza. Licorice pizza does not look interesting at all. It's so weird. I saw, there there was a trailer that played before Drive My Car, and I was just like, this is interesting. It's another coming-of-age story, but I st- I've read the Wikipedia article, like, four times, and I still don't know what's going on. Uh, I was actually listening to the RT podcast, like, I think uh, today or from, like, a week or two ago, and um, Eric, uh, um, Eric Boudreaux on there was talking about, he's a big film guy, and he was like, if you grew up in, I think it was Encino, California, or whatever, like you'll understand everything. If you didn't, it's just going to go over your head. Okay. <laughs> so like... apparently, if you grew up in, like, Southern California, you'll understand a lot of it. But it's, like, if you didn't, it's in, like, in California in, like, the 80s yeah. or something like that, too. Well, because, like, so I, it's yeah. a, it starts off in a high school, but, like, one of them is an actor pretending to be a high schooler to research for a role. And they go off to, like, New York or something, and he's like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. I don't understand well, it. The guy that did it, Paul Thomas Anderson, he's done some interesting films. Yeah. Because he did uh, There Will Be Blood, uh, Phantom Thread. What else is there? I'm looking at his thing. Inherent Vice, The Master. Okay. Punch Drunk Love. Boogie Nice is, I've never seen it, but I've heard that's the one that people talk about a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I just pulled up the Oscars. There's another one that made Um, me go like, hey, wait. The Power of the Dog is, I believe it's a Netflix film, is got Benedict Cumberbatch as, like, a cowboy. Hmm. And it's about, like, him and his, he, like, I think it's about his, like, stepson or somebody or, like, this kid that basically he kind of adopts and it's like i don't know it, it looked weird it sounds i don't know than don't look up don't look up i've heard is just anxiety the film i, I watched it what did you think uh, i thought it was an okay movie and it's probably only on that list because there's a million big name actors in it yeah yeah and it's very kind of uh politically topical yeah, so it it was meant to be about global warming, mm-hmm. but the time it came out made it very much about the pandemic. 
Either way, though, the 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 it fits for either of the. It does, and I think political it's, things. The part that's like kept me away from it is, it's. I don't know if the word "trying to" is like "trying too hard" is appropriate, in terms of phrasing, but that like, great, you maybe you just like put it out too late. Like you've been planning it for so long that by the time you put it out, it wasn't new or original anymore. But it's like okay. You've said the same thing the news cycle has been saying for the last, like, two years. Like, cool. That's kind cool. of the point. <laughs> that is kind of the point of the film. And the point is, like, the news cycle also the problem. Uh, yeah. But, I, yeah, I just, I don't know. It it's it just seemed a little heavy-handed for me. Yeah. And then, because it's like, yeah, I don't think anybody disagrees with, the for the most part, what a lot of it is. Which is also the problem. But it's like, I I don't know. Like I don't know, it just doesn't interest me. <laughs> I think it's because he did Idiocracy, didn't too, didn't he? Adam Mc or yeah. no, was it Adam McKay? Pretty sure. Is it Adam McKay yeah. that did that? Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, uh, yes. Same yes? thing with no. Idiocracy, where it's like I haven't seen it yet, but the way it's been described, it's like it's a similar thing because like that's his his interest area and his style, whatever. But like with that, at least it was more of the we're going to make it more absurd and even more like weird to contra make like make the contrast more noticeable and make you go like, oh, that's pretty funny. Oh wait. Compared to this one where it's that's like, All right, is- <laughs> it doesn't look like thing. he did do this. Oh, didn't he? No, no, I'm not seeing anything tying to it if he worked on it he's not listed in the credits here oh it's mike judge hmm. oh that does sound like a mike judge movie <laughs> uh what did adam k make um funny or die anchorman uh anchorman well the other guys Step Brothers. ant-man ant-man uh he was a writer for that <clears throat> oh the big short he did uh, Holmes and Watson, worked on Get Hard. He likes working with uh, Will Ferrell. Yeah, yeah apparently. <laughs> uh, Talladega Nights. Land and Lost, stuff. again, Will Ferrell. But yeah, I, yeah. looking through some of the Oscars again here, it, they they gave a ton to, or there's a ton of noms for it, because Power of the Dog got 12 nominations. Wow. It, and then Dune got 10. Yeah. Which I feel like Dune is gonna probably it's gonna win a lot of those. But I, I, I apparently with how well Power of the Dog, Power of the Dog might do pretty well too. Yeah, there's a lot of I was I saw some stuff about apparently there's a bunch of controversy about the fact that Spider Man didn't get a Best Picture nom. Uh, as much as I enjoyed it, like, it shouldn't have gotten a Best Picture nom. Yeah, yeah, it's like I agree, and because like I, I kind of get where people are coming with of like, oh, like the the Academy's shying away just because it's a big blockbuster, and it's like, yeah, I feel like they have definitely done that in the past, but I think if you look at all of the films, except for maybe West Side Story, because I mean, how difficult, how difficult, different is that from any single other West Side Story? That I could maybe. I'd argue there aren't that like, many other adaptations, but yes, I get your point. There's a number of adaptations, aren't There's there? Not one or two other ones, but it feels like a lot. Well, uh, it's a modern one. So. On so. Yeah, but that's uh, still exactly. 
but I've, I don't, I don't know. And I mean, I've still yet to see Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I'm trying, I, 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 I kept trying to, and then just never worked out. But, uh, I don't know. I think, I don't think just because a film did well, means it deserves a best picture i think yeah. if it deserves a best picture it's best picture in the same way that just because a film doesn't do well at theaters doesn't mean it's not a fantastic film get a best picture nod drive my car for instance i think it's a good film nobody's seen that hardly <laughs> uh so i don't know and i mean dune dune was a massive blockbuster success that got a best picture so i don't know i think people are just being butthurt about the fact that Spider-Man didn't get a Best Picture nod, like it's in there for visual effects at least. Oh, that's the only thing it got. That's the only uh, nom it got. I think yeah. part of the problem is just the uh, the Oscars history of avoiding sci-fi and fantasy superhero stuff, where it's like, "Hey right, guys, like, come on, we know you're a committee of old white men who don't know anything about what's hip and trendy, but come on." The Academy's kind of expanded. In the last few years, yes. How do they make the Academy again? I remember. Because you just have to be in the industry. Yeah, there's 99... There's almost 10,000 members. I remember watching a breakdown video on, like, how... Both the statistics of the movies that have won Best Picture... And the makeup of who's on... Like, who is ultimately deciding those things... And it was, if you want to be a man, and or maybe it was best actor, but best pictures are most commonly period pieces. Uh, if you want, to, if you're yeah. a man, you're going to be older, 30s to 40s to 50s, kind of that range. Woman, you're going to be 20s and 30s. Um, and again, for both, your best chance is to be in a historical drama of some sort. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. 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 No, I mean that's fair, but. At the same time, like the Oscars are important, but they're also not. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I laugh, I chuckled to myself a little bit with the headlines about like, oh, and Encanto got snubbed at the Oscars. It's like, all right, like, it's up for like best picture. I'm pretty sure. I don't think it's or best uh, best animated film. I don't think it's getting snubbed. Yeah, but the com the 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 category of best animated film always been a joke at the Oscars. Like they almost always just chuck it to whatever Disney or Pixar film came out. They have never taken the category seriously. True. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, I don't know what other animated mid- pictures came out this year. Mid- uh, yeah. The ones nominated are Encanto, Flea, Luca, the Mitchells versus the machines and Raya and the last dragon. I enjoyed Mitchells and the versus the machines. Uh, Mitchells versus it the also machines. feels like that came Two years ago. <laughs> well, it, it feels like it came out two years ago because the advertising campaign started and then the... I don't remember if it was Pandemic or that the studio just oh, dropped that's it. right. And Netflix yeah. scooped it up. Because uh, originally it was called... Um, February 2020 was when first images were revealed. And then Sony sold the distribution rights to Netflix in 2021. Because I think so, there was yeah. an ad for it in front of Spider-Verse. Really? Yeah. I remember seeing an ad for it, like way back uh well it's called like powered on or something or like connected that's what it was was connected yeah scheduled to be released january 10th of 2020 but was later delayed to 18th of that year it was then delayed to the 23rd yeah i don't know yeah but i i i enjoyed that actually 
I thought it was uh, pretty decent. It was one that I looked at and was like, if I'm with a group of people who sit me down and like we watch it together, I'm going to enjoy it. But I just do not, for whatever reason, I'm just like, I can't, that's not a solo movie. I can't watch it alone. I don't know. I think you should give it a shot. What do you think, John? I've not seen it. I've heard it's good, but I haven't taken enough of an interest in it to go watch it. Fair enough. Our next segment after our Oscar coverage, uh, how to be a better buddy, where we give some real and some humorous advice. Our first question this week, what's the man's version of coming home and taking their bra off? Uh, just taking off your pants. I was going to say belt, (laughs) but sure. That's included in pants. (laughs) Is it? Well, you have to take your belt off to take off your pants. Do you? But do you, though? <laughs> then you're not wearing a belt right. <laughs> but, like, you can leave the belt in the Fair. pants. You still take off your belt. Uh, yeah. What if you keep the belt on and take the pants off? Then you're not wearing your belt right. How do you know? Maybe I just use it to cinch the pants to my body without putting it through the loops. Because it wouldn't hold, <laughs> and that means you're not using it right you know by it definition. Hold? I bet it would hold. He just cuts the belt loops whenever he takes his pants off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a real expensive <laughs> habit. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I, I buy seven pairs of pants, and then on Saturday, I go to the store before, like, I get up, I put my pant, new set of pants on, I put my belt on, I go to the store, and I buy seven more pairs of pants before I go home. Practical. And then that way, I have a new set of pants for the beginning of the week. <laughs> I just have a room in my house that's full of pants that have no belt loops. I don't know what to do with them. Can't throw them away. That'd be rude. Sew them back together. I'll make a super pant. With the pants are the belt loops. Oh, God. Um, I'd agree. Like, putting on shorts or sweatpants would be the wave, you know? I just instantly get out of my work clothes. Mm. I just, like, walk in. First thing I do is, because I wear a button-down shirt, like, chinos. So the first thing I do is... Get out of my dress shoes, get out of my pants and shirt and change it to just like normal stuff. Even just like jeans is more comfortable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jeans for life. Our next question. And uh, I don't know, John, are you able to answer, if you're able to answer this one, how okay is it for a woman to touch your beard? If it's a man, can he touch your beard too? Uh, No, people just touch me without asking. Like... I, I don't think it matters what it is. What if a guy just walked up to a girl and was like, look, hair, and just started stroking their head? Exactly. Or like bald people like, where like you rub the bald person's head? Like, no, don't do that. Yeah, that's how you get punched, and deservedly so. It all comes down to consent. Indeed. Yes. I uh, I trimmed my beard yesterday. That was a fun experience. Yeah. How'd that go? Uh, that was, it, it was something. Because it's the longest... I think that was the longest i'd ever had my beard um so my i had to put my razor on the longest like the guard out to his the longest it would go which is like uh what like two centimeters mm-hmm. is the longest it goes because 20 millimeters yeah so two centimeters um and i still and i think i still chopped off probably half the length of the beard wow um uh but it's it's much harder to trim up to the sideburns now now that I have long hair, because mm. when I had just leather cut hair, it was much easier to blend because I kind of like 
because I was usually keeping the beard longer than my hair. Yeah. So I could just run it. I could just run the razor all the way up the sideburns and it 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 kind of like blend itself because the sideburns were already shorter than the beard. But now my sideburns are like like my actual hair is like three or four inches long. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I would also add in before we move off this question of like don't fake don't do the like I'm not touching you of touching the beard either like that's still pretty close and pretty weird also beers are kind of disgusting like they they grab stuff near your mouth and then also they are just coarse they're snack savers rough and they get everywhere yeah there's coarse rough and get everywhere (laughs) no but i get my beard is like also sharp i've gotten like splinters from my beard the beard like impale in my hand and it's actually painful because then you have to like dig it out. Would the beard people also be called the Tuscan braiders? Go, uh, go away. <laughs> Doesn't even make sense. Like you don't have to braid beard. Well, okay, like because Tuscan raiders makes more sense because they live in the sand. They raided Fort Tuscan. And braiders Get braided with their the beards. times, RJ. I stand by my pun. <laughs> Our next question: What do you do? When you don't know what to do with the further details, any advice is appreciated. So we basically have a freebie to say whatever we want. Oh, damn. There you go. You maximize pleasure. Uh, Whoa, no. Max your workout routine. Uh, if you're at work and you don't know what to do, just go to the gym. Just leave work and you go Just to the go gym. play Halo with your butts, apparently. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah, that part of the day is done. <laughs> you, if you stop knowing what to do, you no longer have to do that thing. I don't know that that's how that works. It is. Usually, uh... <laughs> So you go do the next thing on your list. Which may be going to the gym, or going to play video games, or going home. I mean, I, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It, the logic checks I out. Don't have, I don't have any counter to that. <laughs> I mean, what is your work expect going to expect you to do? Ask someone? Please, that's not on your list. People don't talk to each other in 2022. Yeah, really. Are you Come kidding on. me? Um, you uh, advice? If it's raining, bring an umbrella. There you go. If it's not raining, still bring an umbrella because you never know. You off. never know when it might start. Yeah. Give you some nice shade in the hot sun of winter. They do that. They do that in Japan. You'll see people with umbrellas specifically for the sun. I mean, aren't those called parasols? Yes, but the, they're just using rain umbrellas. Oh, fair enough. And, the, and then, like, they'll sell, they'll market their umbrella, some of their pocket umbrellas there with, like, UV protection, hmm. which is like, well, isn't that just kind of an umbrella? A solid object between <laughs> yeah. you and the sun. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, I, mean, I mean, they're not wrong. Yeah, yeah they're, correct. They're, they're not wrong. <laughs> when you don't know what to do, Hondas are pretty well built cars. Yeah. Mine's on the Honda. Jesus had one. Mm hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Made it by hand. He was a carpenter. Zero Accord, man. He was a carpenter. Um. <laughs> I think I killed Calvin. <laughs> what? Hey. Johnson. I Jesus. think he missed your pun. To be honest. Oh, Johnson Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you a, broke up. Johnson Jesus was a uh, had a Honda, and I said, yeah, he was a carpenter. Uh, Discord is trying. He's still breaking <laughs> I, I up. Broke up. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus was a carpenter. Just Get not it? good. Yeah, no, I get it. It's just not good. <laughs> uh, John, did you get my reference? 
What or did you is say? that where you were referencing? I didn't know if you were referencing it. I just because you said he had a Honda, and it was like, oh, he had an Astrovan. Oh, what? <laughs> it's a Mount Joy song. Oh, okay. Secret third media recommendation. <laughs> Joy, they're pretty good. They're like the better Lumineers, you know. Mm. Oi, now, <laughs> oi! I like the Lumineers. Our next question. What is the most terrifying siren sound, and how do you spell it? With the further details, I'm quite partial to dute myself. It's got that industrial catastrophe flavor to it that says just fucking run. What's yours? I can't hear the, like, tornado siren siren without getting slight panic because that was the siren at the summer camp I worked at. Mm. If that went off, that meant I had to go and... Like I had like stuff that I had to go and sprint and do because that meant either there was a storm coming, which case, hopefully they blow it before the storm, not always. And you have to sprint across camp to your designated site that you're in charge of and evacuate everyone or someone drowned. And I now have to go down to the beachfront and search for a missing person in the water. God. So I can't not hear that siren and have a momentary like huh. what siren is that what's it sound like Just i don't know constant drone really and... yeah the like the very like it like the air raid siren kind of thing but not the like whale it, well if it's constant if it's a constant blast for one minute that means there's bad weather but if it's two 10 second blasts that means there's a lost bather three means lost boater mm. at least at the camp i worked at um I'm trying to remember now, because I think one of the most terrifying ones for me is the, um... Eh, eh. Run, hide, fight. There's an active shooter in the oh, building. Oh, yeah, 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 from, oh. like, schools. Yeah, because I think the most terrifying yeah. one was the one where they did a drill and forgot to tell anyone. <laughs> yeah. Was it... Was I there for that? No. I feel like uh, that maybe, somewhere I... maybe not. Was this... Was this at university? Yeah, it was in college. So we were just in the dorm room, and the run, hide, fight thing starts going off. And we're like, okay. How many years ago was that? Because I um, feel like that did happen, and I was in class, but maybe. It was so, junior year. So I would have been there. Spring semester. I think it was just after you left. Well, I definitely heard that at the university before. Um, but yeah, it, like me and some other people were playing Halo, and... <laughs> That alarm starts going off, and we're like, hmm, we're just going to close this, this door good. and lock it and uh, keep real case. quiet. Yeah, that's like when my uh, fire alarm went off in my building a couple weeks ago, and it wasn't a drill. And I was just like, um, did they forget to tell us it was a drill or something? And I was like, well, I mean, I guess I, it's one of those things where it's like you, you never expect it to actually be real. Yeah. Right. And like, I was like, um... Well, I guess I'll I guess I'll grab all my stuff and throw my jacket on and then I stepped into the hallway and there was like like discernible smoke and I was like, "Oh. Oh." And I instantly started booking it for the staircase. Yeah. Turned someone had like burned something, which my god, would they have to have burned the heck out of it cuz I could smell it all the way down my hallway and I could like see it. Yeah. What about you, John? Scary alarm noises. I've been fortunate enough to not have, like, a real emergency ever happen to me. So, I don't have, like, any any trauma related <laughs> to a particular alarm. 
I will add the one that's like, that one's a, that one's always mean. Like the one, like the one on the radio that they do for the emergency stuff, or are you talking about like fire alarm stuff? Uh, more like fire alarm yeah. stuff. But I okay. would posit the best example of it I've ever heard is in one of the "Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared" videos. I think it's the first one oh, where the. <laughs> Uh, notepad. Oh God, I forgot just about is, like, that. Drowning out whatever they're trying to say. <laughs> That's a whole series that has an o- has a hidden subplot of Yellow Guy's dad being a TV exec. Thinking of right, yeah, the terrifying with the puppets and like the guys in suits. Yeah, is it? Clean? It's pretty oh, no, it tame for like the first two first what episode and a half. <laughs> yeah, is it puppets or is there a bit that's claymation? Uh, one of them does have a claymation bit. They'll oh, use okay. different animation styles to emphasize the absurdity and the, uh, uh, uh what's the, the uncanny valley aspects. Yeah, and it kind of blends multiple sometimes yep. too. It, yeah, yeah, it that's kind of a disturbing series, honestly. Uh, our next question: What are some fun and interesting alternatives to war that countries could settle their differences with? Um, the Olympics. <laughs> the Olympics, yeah. Uh, we just have... Considering Russia's, they're going on dope, right now. considering Russia's doping problems? No. Well, they were banned from the Olympics. And they still showed up well, as the Russian Olympic well, they Committee. Were, yeah, they were banned being able to represent Russia. So they weren't really banned. Uh, there were a bunch of athletes that were banned. Also, apparently China is, as hosting right now, is being pretty strict on the whole... Uh, their whole media lockdown I mean, that they enforce on their citizens. Are you, are you surprised, though? No, they're... but apparently a Dutch reporter got, uh, disappeared. Oh. Yeah. Well, it is China. That's not good. Yeah. Um. The, the reason I said the Olympics in the first place was because I was watching speed skating the other night, mm-hmm. and the U.S. skater just took out the Japanese skater by accident, because they fell and, like, tripped. Yikes tripping the person right next to them that's dangerous like ooh, that's an act of war yeah speed also speed skating is terrifying because they're like skating on knives those skates are insanely sharp there have been amputations in that sport they are huge too yeah did you see the gif of i saw a gif of the a chinese speed skater they have these little like um almost like cones but they're more like puck shaped that are like around the edge on the inside um and they'll like uh, they'll typically in speed skating hug real close to those inside line, right? Because they want to get the fastest line. Mm-hmm. Um, there, I saw a gif of this guy of this. I thought he was a Chinese speed skater. He grabbed one of those little like cones and and chucked it forward and took out the guy in front of him. Ooh. Oh god! <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, I'm assuming that's not legal. No, it's not. But the guy got DQ'd. Did you guys? It, it was like a whole complicated thing because like the guy next to him like took and took a tar like changed like from outside to inside illegally, uh, and then like the Chinese guy kind of got his his act kind of got blended in because they're moving so fast with this other guy who made this like illegal change, and that also kind of took out someone. So it was a whole thing, but it, <laughs> it kind of exploded on Reddit. Just this thing of like, look, this guy threw a cone at someone else and took him out. Uh, didn't Australia win speed skating oh. once because everyone else just fell? 
Oh my God, it's an amazing video. If you haven't seen it, look it up. Because this guy shouldn't have even have been in the finals. So in the in the previous round, in like the semifinals or whatnot, the only reason he advanced is because like the first three or four people in front of him were all DQ'd yep. for like whatever reason. And that gets him into the finals. And then in the finals, he's so far in the back and everyone in front of him wipes out and he super casually gates across line and wins the best picture of it is it it gets right at the near the finish line and he looks like he barely knows how to skate with the way he's standing <laughs> yeah he's literally just like standing upright and just like his momentum carries him across the line he's not even skating awesome i count that as a win it's i give that to a guy it's an absolute win uh, another fun and interesting alternative to war that I think will be a much f- more fun way to settle our difference is what differences in is measury of badassery. You still have to have armies and super cool weapons and That's fighters subjective. and stuff, but they all have to be the coolest, most badass stuff around. You never actually use them. They just look cool. I feel like that's kind of where that's, we're already that's at. That's what we do. That's the yeah. whole Cold War mentality. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, yes, that's but like... also, like, we don't have enough named action figures after people in the military. <laughs> oh, goodness. It's called marketing. Interesting. Like, Japan's currently in the lead because they have a giant robot. Where's our giant robot? That's not a named member of their it military. <laughs> their Gundam should be in their military. I don't know if that's allowed under their constitution. Well, there's a lot of limits. They can't have an aircraft carrier, so they have a uh, helicopter carrier. See, that just happens to be flat and designed like an aircraft carrier. And there just and happens to be an aircraft carrier. <laughs> no, 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 no. It just has helicopters. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. The helicopters are aircraft. Wait. They're just a subset of all aircraft. <laughs> so if they have a jet Semantics. craft carrier. <laughs> <laughs> spacecraft uh ooh, what about parcheesi what about parcheesi we'll use that to settle our differences what actually is parcheesi? i don't know it's but i know game, it's a game like competitive <laughs> dance how do you play parcheesi um i don't care uh board reminds me of a sorry board uh-huh. um i like the competitive dance idea can we do interpretive dance Ooh, what about charades <laughs> Sounds yeah. like nuclear winter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> nice. Yeah, whole lot of options. There's a big wide world out there, and we with snowball fights, we could do snowball fights. Um, we could do the whole world doesn't have snowballs though. But interior decorating, yeah. the whole world has interiors. Do they though? They do, and some exteriors. Hmm. Uh. <laughs> it's all just an inf curved dome yeah no exterior we are not flat earthers no bad no biscuit i didn't say that um he just believes in the firmament yeah you know totally yep (laughs) the earth is still round it just also has a firmament our last question this week what is the difference between manipulation and persuasion Oh, you see, you gotta roll a uh, pers- check for. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's spelled differently. Yeah, one starts with an M, one starts with a P. Yeah. Done. I mean, ooh, what? Like for real though? Like basically? 
Um, manipulation has a more negative connotation as opposed to persuasion. Persuasion, you can persuade someone to do something and still be, like, seen in the right. Whereas I feel like if you say someone manipulated someone, very rarely would you say that person did something, they, they were in the moral right. True. But the devil's whole deal is about persuading people to do wrong, so... Yeah, but that's sure. manipulation. But is yeah, it? also, what that could be manipulation. Well, I, I guess not, because... It's just temptation. So I was Googling this, Googling this before the show, and, like, the consensus that I saw was persuasion is when everybody wins in the collaborative situation, whereas manipulation, only the manipulator wins, mm. really. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. I, I mean... If you count the devil winning and getting the person's soul, then yeah, he's just persuading people, you know? Yeah. I'd also say manipulation, the person doing the manipulating is in some way tricking a person and is like holding information out or misrepresenting information. Whereas persuasion, you're just giving them all of the information and showing them some and to a side. So manipulation has an element of deceit to it. I'd say so. Okay. I agree with that. Cool deal. Well, that's it for this week. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you to the band Problem of Interest for letting us use the song Living in the Moment off the album Cross Off Yesterday. You can find them on iTunes and Spotify. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us on Facebook at uh, our Facebook page, Better Buddies. We have our Meme Mondays and our Icebreaker questions that you can answer uh, on Twitter, at BetterBudCast. Use the hashtag BetterBuddies when you tweet about the show. And our Gmail account, BetterBuddiesCast at gmail.com. You can send us fan art, hate art, fan mail, hate mail, declarations of love and or war, icebreakers you want us to answer, or questions you need advice on. And last but not least, be a better buddy. Hello. Hi. How are y'all? Good. Yeah. How's your retainer, Calvin? <laughs>